This podcast may contain some spoilers about the film we're going to talk about and also some bad words and foul language. Sorry, Mum. Hello and welcome back to the What A Load Of Rank movie podcast. This is the podcast where four mates suggest films, films we find out that we think might be interesting to each other. We watch them and then we talk about them on Zoom and then we rank them on a score of 1 to 100 and they go onto our leaderboard. My name is Ed Cunningham. I'm joined as always by Sleeping Dead, Hamish Douglas. Hello, how are we doing? Uh, the Waiting Dead, Jim Stratton. Is this another weight joke? You know I'm self-conscious <laughs> about my weight, Ed. <laughs> and a plain old dead, Garen Harry. Brains. Why do, you, <laughs> that... why do you never write one for yourself? You never write a little thing about yourself. To do with well, I'll be, you know, a bit, you know, self-indulgent, wouldn't it? No. Well, do, you, do you want us to start writing them? For yeah, we can the write them. Well, I think, go on, write one right now. A uh, big awesome. nose prick yeah <laughs> there we go yeah might need to workshop that one i think how are we guys it's been a it's been a while um, a month a month a month since we've done one of these what's going on in your life are there any um events going on are there any discoveries any film or tv discoveries that you've come across in the last month that you know have really piqued your interest i i watched the batman um, I'm probably Rob a bit late. Yeah, the Rob Pattinson one. I'm on a plane. Um, so he's been away, and uh, yeah, I, I think that film was made really to watch good. on a screen about uh, two <laughs> inches wide. With someone kicking ass, you about nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I I thought it was really good. And eyeing and put out there, I thought it was better than the Dark Knight. Better the dark, than the Dark, dark Knight. Knight. I maybe don't completely disagree with you. I did enjoy it a lot. Um, but the Dark Knight is, I say, better just because Heath Ledger's so good. In it. I think it's better than the Dark Knight Rises. I don't think um, <clears throat> yeah. Bane and all that one. It's great. in terms of like world building, it's it's good. It sets a real like yeah. tone and it sticks to it and it doesn't. Yeah. It feels like a Batman movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um... Um, I found a discovery, um, and it's too late now. Um, I've found a third testicle there. Um, uh, but uh, I have a City World Unlimited card, right? Uh, and hopefully other people have that as well. But during August, every day they did like a reward. So you had to use, if you used your City World card, it would give you a reward the next day. And I thought it was going to be like, oh, 10% off this or like early showing to this or some shit like that. But it's actually like um, scoops of ice cream, free drinks, slushy. Bag of pick and mix, these sort of things every day, right? They use them. So I found a little loophole as I try and do with everything I do. Um, and all you had to do was book the ticket, right? You didn't have to attend. So I think I watched Thor every day in August, um, but yet never seen it. Um, and each day it would give me a reward. Uh, and had, then I found out, right, here's the catch. Then I found out you had to use it by the end of August. So on August the 31st, I think I had about eight scoops of Baskin and Robbins, like seven slushies, all on my own, um, watching Fisherman's <laughs> Friend 2. So yeah, that was fun. Well, that was, that, that was <laughs> breakfast when you were for lunch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So wait, you all right, would, you to, would you have to... <laughs> yeah, it's such a sad life in Swindon, mate. It's dead. <clears throat> would you have to pay... pay for the ticket so my unlimited card is 15.99 oh, got... a month yeah so you get to watch as many movies as you like okay so i've seen every movie out there bar thor i didn't actually watch that one but every other one i did yeah it's on disney you Plus didn't now. miss much you know, yeah apparently not 
But there's yeah. some good films out there. Um, I've been watching House of the Dragon. Oh, I haven't seen yep. it yet. No spoilers. I won't spoil anything for you. Um, but that first episode, Matt Smith's character, they kill him off straight away. And it's, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah. No. Oh, so I, I wasn't <laughs> sure about the sort of weird accent he was going for as well. That kind of... He, he sort of comes on and he goes... Yeah, my name's Magus Smith. <laughs> he kind of sounds—he kind of sounds like that anyway. He's got this really weedy voice, but he's actually like—but he's also quite stacked. Like he's a—he's a much bigger guy than you think he is. Well, yeah, I, th- I think he's definitely put on some muscles since his Doctor Who days. Speaking of weird accents as well, whilst we've got you, Elvis Tom Hanks in that has ruined it for me. It's a really good film, <clears throat> uh, and very rarely does Tom Hanks go into anything and ruin it. Um, his brother, however, uh, no, it's, uh, Tom Hanks ruined Elvis for me. You oh. mean Chet Hanks, his son? <laughs> no, no. When, was it who was in um, Baby Genius? Was it his brother? Oh, it, brother it, yeah. was, it was his brother. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, his yeah. but his son Chet Hanks is also famous for doing uh, shit weird accents. Mm. <laughs> but then oh, he has uh, another son who's a very good ac- actor, Colin Hanks. Name? He's was he the guy in um, Fargo? Yeah, Google Chet Hanks. Chet Hanks is a guy who speaks in a Jamaican accent, and <laughs> but he's Tom Hanks' son. He's a complete fucking idiot. Um, yeah, oh. he gets yeah. called Chet nowadays. What a fucking weird name! All right then. Well, let's um, <laughs> ask those suggestions. Let's move <laughs> on to my suggestion uh, of the film for us to talk about this week, and that was the. 2017 film One Cut of the Dead. It was directed by. Don't be racist, Ed. Shinichiro Ueda. Whoa, 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 whoa! You can't, you can't, can't say, say about my mother. Can't say that. Uh, written by him as well, and by, another. Sorry, who? <laughs> by Shinichiro. <laughs> <laughs> Edgy, <laughs> cut out there. Can you say that again? <laughs> Shinichiro Ueda, uh, and he wrote it with um, yeah. Ryaku. <laughs> he wrote it with another friend of his. Um, <laughs> um, usually, I'd say this is where it sounds like, but it's all in Japanese. So, as you can tell, like. I can't. I can't speak <laughs> Japanese. Um, so yeah, this was my pick for a film. This is a film which, basically, a a while ago, I worked at a famous UK movie and uh, video store, and we used to uh, staff picks. And my boss's staff pick every week was this film. He fucking loved it, and so I thought I better give it a watch. Um, it is a Japanese film. It's set up as a horror film done in one take. Uh, and it is that for about 20 minutes, half an hour. And then that film ends. And then kind of another film begins. We'll get to the kind of twist later. There will be spoilers as, as, as always. Um, but let's start with first impressions. Let's go with, um, I believe it's, Pretty fresh in your mind, Jim. Your your first impressions. Yeah, so uh, I've just come straight from watching it. Um, so uh, yeah, everything. The emotions are still fresh. Um, uh, f- for the first half an hour, I was thinking this is another bloody Ed Cunningham 
artsy fucking octopus fanny I'm watching here. Um, just because it was so, like, it was really bad acting. And now later I know that it was deliberately sort of, they wanted to create a, a sense of these guys, like it, they aren't usual professional actors, you know, it's shot really shitly. Um, but I was thinking, oh, is this like a little Japanese version of The Room where they try and be serious, but it's funny because it's shit? And I thought that might be why you'd recommended it. And I was like, oh, it's going to be a long hour and a half. Uh, but um, yeah, first 20 minutes, hated every second of it. Uh, last bit, we really enjoyed it. Okay, cool. I think that's fair enough. Um, Hamish? Yeah, I agree. Uh, the first half an hour, I was like, I was kind of like, well, I think this is deliberate but i couldn't work out how it was gonna go and like then when it becomes clear later on that they were they were acting like bad actors i was like that's actually pretty good it was good bad acting good bad acting. it was good it was which is not it was as easy as it sounds no it's not yeah no it's actually like to to yeah to play a character who's bad at acting they mm. did it well. You've you've seen to perfected it over you know. <laughs> well, he does he does the opposite. He's a he, he does a bad representation of a good actor. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out if that's an insult or not. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you've been very meta today, Jim. <laughs> uh, Garen, feelings. Uh, yeah, no. So so I I suggested it last night for movie night with Abby and. Um, the first half hour, I turned to her and I apologised and I had to explain how, you know, sometimes when we do this <laughs> podcast, we deliberately pick a bad film. Uh, and it was just like, yeah, I'll, we're just going to have to bear it. <laughs> but no, I was, I was when, when that switch happened, um, oh, I, was, it was, I thought it was brilliant from there on. I, I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, let, let's let's focus on that first part because the, the, the film is kind of segmented into sort of three acts so let's let's focus on that first act you said like you do, do, do you guys generally go into it bit being like oh this is just going to be a terrible terrible horror movie or do you were like oh this could be like a good horror movie I've, there's some themes thought... here that I'm, I'm quite interested in yeah, I just thought because I because I hadn't heard of it, and I'm not the bloody fountain of all movie knowledge. I was like, Wait, I don't know anything about you this. Really what? aren't what? <laughs> <laughs> anything on the love guru I've got. Right, um, but yeah, I didn't know anything about this this piece, and um, uh, so it was a bit hit and miss. And I d- deliberately didn't look into it too much because I wanted to like go into it with fresh eyes. So for the first twenty minutes, <laughs> that's why you didn't yeah. look into it. Is it? <laughs> it's not that it's not that you forgot right up until the day to watch it. <laughs> maybe, maybe, um, but. Uh, but yeah, no, because I hadn't heard of it, and it was sort of can be hit and miss. And the first twenty minutes was so was so strange. I was thinking, mm. oh no, we're in big trouble here. Um, can I just say was, every time if you've ever listened to an episode of this podcast, and I've said, yeah, I went into it with fresh eyes. The reason I'm saying that is because I forgot to watch it up until that day. <laughs> <laughs> every time. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, was there any point where you thought, ah, oh, that's this could be good because. When it first starts, there's quite an intense um, uh, altercation between one of the actors and the director. And it's actually quite a good bit of acting. And I was thinking, ah, this could actually turn out to be quite a good little bit. But was any sort of moments during that first 20, 30 minutes where you're like, oh, no, that's quite cool. That's quite an interesting thing to do. 
I'll let someone else answer that because I've been chatting for a while. Uh, Darren's, Darren's stood there being quiet. <laughs> I'm trying to work out. Zoned out and yeah, I, 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 I was, My question I was, is. I was yeah, that was a gym question. That was a very. That was a, you did not phrase that really very well. Sorry. It's been a while since we've recorded one of these. <laughs> Were you. You asked if we liked it. Did you just write? Did you just write this film, the the first twenty minutes off, as just a bad movie, or would you think, ah, oh, this this is some interesting bits going on here? Yeah, yeah. The, the um, uh, when I read up about it first before I watched it, well, I saw it was a horror comedy, and uh, I was, I, you know, I thought there were there were some funny moments in the uh, in the first half hour, just because of how yeah, you know, how bad it was. So I was, I was, you know, keen to watch it and find out a bit more what was going on. And I, I was, I genuinely thought the film had ended at the half hour mark. And I was like, oh, thank you, Ed, for finally picking a short film that um, we don't have to spend hours watching. Um, yeah. It's, I, 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 I wondered if there was anybody who anybody's ever watched that film, whether when their titles, you know, the credits roll on that, after that first 20, 30 minutes, whether anyone literally just go, oh, was that it? And then just never watch the like next. It was next the, num- you know, the number one comment on YouTube was like, um, "Stay till after the credits." And I thought it was going to be like a little Marvel spoiler or something or shit like that. But literally, the credits were let, like twenty minutes in. I was thinking, oh, shit. "Do you know what?" For years, we I used to have the Godfather uh, like box set, all three movies. But because the second movie is so long, it was on two discs. So for years, I never saw the second half of The Godfather Part Two, and I always thought it ended at a really weird point because you had it was back in the, those days you had to, to watch the second yeah. part, you had to put the second disc in, and I never thought to do that. So for years, I was like, Godfather Two is a really good film. Ends weird, just it just <laughs> stops. It's like, <clears throat> I was like, yeah, yeah, no, like like uh, Vito Corleone goes, you know, he it, it's the flashback scenes, and he rises to power. And then he, uh, and then it just ends. <laughs> and then I, I discovered the second half of it, and like it's one of my favourite films, and I can't believe I never uh, saw that second part of it for years. I had, I had an issue with my Sopranos DVD when I was watching the last episode. Just I, can't, I just never picked it back up again. Um, so it's, it's you know kind of like that. If you are if you are making a Sopranos joke about the finale, I will insist that uh, you edit that out because there are people who might not have watched it and well, it's just been around fucking oh for goodness sake it came out in the fucking 90s yeah. Jesus they really wanted it that's it it was ruined for me and it was ruined from other people I know and it's it's. I, I think I think there is a shelf life <laughs> of a film or a TV series and once it goes past a certain point why well because it's just it's what, if someone, like, what okay. if someone right now is like what we have we have an 18 year old listener they were a child when it came out this is their year. This is their year to watch Sopranos and Garin. The yeah, but you've got you've got to accept that it becomes part of the sort of human knowledge, the zeitgeist of like you know. I knew it, you were gonna say zeitgeist. I fucking knew you were gonna say zeitgeist. <laughs> Sorry. What's wrong with that word? <laughs> Nothing. I just knew you were gonna say it. <laughs> it's it's like it's like uh, you know Bruce Willis as a ghost. It's like it's right. just common, you know. Um, what other one is Snape kills Dumbledore? Like it's they, just they find yeah, guys. These, these are my suggestions for the next. <laughs> film. Stop spoiling it. Anyway, we've already got a spoiler warning on this, so do we? So yeah, yeah. I mean, we don't say we're going to spoil other films. Well. 
<laughs> All right. Um, so the, the the interesting thing about that first twenty minutes, maybe if it's not a very good horror movie, is that it is all done in one shot. And what are people' feelings about these films? There's quite a lot of them now, which are yeah. which are all sort of, or at least maybe if not the whole film is one shot, they're huge sequences of oneers. And how, do we do we enjoy them? Are we a bit sick of them, Hamish? Yeah, I think that thing has become gimmicky now. And that, I mean, this film actually takes the piss out of that. It's kind of the idea of this film. The comedy comes from the fact that uh, this director has this opportunity to do something which he kind of feels is quite gimmicky and doesn't really have artistic value. And it, just doing it for the sake of it, whether or not it actually enhances the movie that he wants to make or not. <clears throat> and the movie becomes this weird thing about the quality of the product that they're creating isn't good. The, the the merit is in the effort they put into doing it. They mm. all kind of accept that the idea is bad, but they're still like, even if it is bad, we're going to put everything into this and just kind of make it work. And that's where the the comedy and a lot of the the heart of the movie comes from. Yeah. And yeah, so, I I'm yeah. I don't care about a one shot movie. I don't. Yeah. It's been done. I I I think it did kind of. Like so, the the most famous high profile one is obviously nineteen seventeen. I do feel that film got atonement. a little bit. What? <laughs> I've said atonement was probably the most famous. Uh, like, the, like the longer, it wasn't like the entire film was one but like the longest one um, right at that point. Yeah, because nineteen seventeen is is not a one is it? Is is well, that, well, that that's the point I'm going to make. Yeah. I think you I always think it have kind to bring up. Get... 1917, don't you? Yeah, it's like, it's the only thing you're ever in. That Indiana Jones. <laughs> um, there is a Russian movie I remember reading about years ago that apparently is the longest one It's all set in the same mansion and it, I think it's it's set over the course of like three generations or something. I think that's like three hours long. It's not meant yeah. to be very good. Yeah. I just think with a lot of these one with 1917 and with whenever they do TV shows, like I know they did it a lot in the Daredevil series, they present it as a oneer, but it's not actually a oneer. They hide hide the cuts, and I kind of feel like, well, if you if you're going to just cut it anyway, why don't you just cut it like a normal film and make it kind of interesting, dynamic rather than just I, I don't know. I, I feel a little bit sick of the whole kind of. I think oneers. I think you do get a, a like oh, myself gets a, a sense of like realness with it, and I like the fact that that. You know, I, I'm going to compare it. It's completely. Why, I don't know why I'm going with this, but uh, Les Mis, when they sit, they have the earpiece and they're singing in their like on the take. It's a bit like that. The whole realness of you only get one opportunity to do this. You're following this person round. If they, if they bloody, if they snot, you know, you've got to keep it going. If they slip up, they've got to keep it going. And I, I, I like that. I like that about 1917 as well. That you sort of like, you, although it wasn't as we discussed. You had that sense that you were going on this journey with them, and you don't. Yeah, know when you I like no. a one scene, especially. I can't. I, you mentioned Daredevil, and they they took inspiration from that from Old Boy, which is that really, really great. That was a, that was probably the first time I saw something like that. It was mm. um, that really extended long fight scene in the corridor and that one I I like it for a scene, and I think it forces. It forces the actors um, to be really, really focused, and it's something that you don't you don't see 
it's it's kind of like theater, I guess. That mm. that it it feels more alive. It feels more kind of like the tension is higher, and it it feels like you sh- the actors get to showcase more of their skill. S- yeah, skills and abilities, rather than it just coming down to like an editing kind of thing. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. All right, but well, perhaps it's a good point to sort of talk about the rest of the film um, and sort of yeah reveal what happens. So there's this twenty thirty minute one shot kind of shitty <laughs> horror film, and then credits roll, and then it goes back in time to the actual director of that one shot film being uh, pitched this idea um, then he goes on this kind of for the second act it's kind of him figuring out how to do this film getting the um, the actors together there's also kind of a interplay with you know his family dynamics and relationships with his daughter and then it goes into the third act which is kind of the behind the scenes of the first film that you watched where they show you how what happened and why there were sort of weird bits um there's kind of a fourth act as well isn't there because then in the credits after the movie they show the actual making of the making of the movie yeah it's it i mean the 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 the, the, i'm not sure i've come across a film as meta as as this on so many levels Mm. it's it's all uh plays within a play within a play wrapped in a play um (laughs) So, yeah, so after that uh, shit film um, is done, uh, how do we feel about the rest of it? What's what's your takeaway kind of emotions from after mm-hmm. going from this kind of B-movie horror uh, genre to something very, very different? I think... Garen? Or oh, maybe should I? Oh. <laughs> Sorry. It's always <laughs> Hamish first. <laughs> Bloody Hamish, you go front of the queue. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think some of the jokes were didn't translate too well um but it there was it was it was very like endearing mm. which i enjoyed and there, some some bits were genuinely really funny but there were some bits yeah. where i was kind of like i don't really get why that's a joke but yeah. sure did it did anyone anticipate the the change in uh in, in sort of tone i was hoping for it but i didn't mm. anticipate it i think i was thinking when when's the comedy gonna come into it um, with it being a horror comedy and that's, mm. that's where I go back to I think uh, I thought initially that it was going to be like The Room where you, sort of, you laugh at it but when it was initially made it wasn't supposed to be a comedy um, but yeah I really enjoyed that second second act as we as we call it um, Yeah, I feel like the, the guy that played the director um, I didn't like him in the first act I found him really annoying and like how he was just a, a bit too much of a wild card sort of pushing zombies into them and camera in their face and like I found him quite annoying, but then really warmed him for the rest of it. I thought it, that character develop character development that character was um, was very likable in the other acts. Hmm. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, yeah I did, did enjoy the sort of depth of the different characters that they were showing that appeared in the in the film, um, and for a short film as well, because you know after that mm. half hour mark, you've only got what, fifty minutes left of the whole thing. Um, they 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 were surprisingly a lot for 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 quite a sort of big group of characters for just showing each of them had their own little stories and also the relationship as well between the uh, the, the father and the daughter was was you know quite quite sweet yeah i th- i th- i think that that's that's the sort of word i 
used to describe it as sweet. Like it's a real kind of like turns this kind of really cute film about basically that guy and his daughter and like just trying to to get everyone together to make this thing happen. And it's actually kind of uh, weirdly like life affirming towards the end or like, you know, yeah, people coming together to create something uh, no matter, you know, all the odds that are in their way. Um, I, I, I like I, I can't remember what the term for it is, but you do have these movies where uh, at the very end it relies on all the characters coming together to solve mm. the final problem. And uh, uh, yeah, and it, it, it paid off, I thought. It really did pay off. Yeah, nice. What, uh, if you're, you know, put yourself in my shoes all those years ago where you're working in a, in a video store, uh, what well, HMB. Are... Yeah. <laughs> Is that the one you're on about? HMB. I thought you were gonna. What? I thought you were gonna ask us. What do you do when you need to shit yourself? <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Teddy. Go, uh, ahead, go ahead, advice for that, Eddie. No, no, I wasn't gonna ask that. <laughs> um, I was gonna ask what category you put this film under. Like what genre? I think comedy. Yeah, comedy. Um, uh, I thought <laughs> I try to think of a film that'd be like it. Um, like, I then suddenly thought I haven't actually seen this film, but like Lesbian Vampire Killer is probably like the worst film of all time with James Corden. <laughs> um, that's sort of supposed to be comedy, but shit horror. Mm. I thought that's initially going to be the category, but I think yeah, it was a, it was a comedy. I think James yeah. James Corden looks like he shits himself a lot. Yeah, yeah. needs to think. <laughs> yeah, what about what about you, Eddie? You shit yourself. <laughs> I, I, I think we've we've all been caught in <laughs> positions in our life where you know one would hope that one could get into a place where a toilet might be, and others are in you know hamper those efforts. Um, can we uh, can we just in case people haven't seen it? It's you're referencing that the uh, cam- the actor that's playing the cameraman no, uh, drinks the wrong water, right? Yes. He's yeah. got a sensitive stomach and he drinks the wrong water. Yeah. And then, because through the, I mean, that's, so this is the interesting thing about this film is like, through that, that first 20, 30 minutes, all these kind of weird things that are going on and you're like, what, why is that happening? Like, <clears throat> it does kind of seem like out of kilter with the rest of it. And one of the things is that this character, the sound guy, is just like sitting down, like, and he tries to like crawl away at one point. You're like, it, what, what's his deal? And then you find out the reveal is is that because throughout the whole time he's need to shit himself, um, or he doesn't he need to shit himself. Yeah, he needs, needs to have to a shit. shit. <laughs> I need to shit myself. I, I, but at first you think he's just being weird, but then he actually does start shit himself, and it's like I, I told you, like I told you, you didn't you didn't listen to me, and I told you I was this was going to happen, and this is your fault, and I hate you. All. I like yeah, yeah I feel really bad for him. What are people's sort of favourite moments of those reveals? What's the one which you're like, ah, oh, no, that that is actually a really funny reveal. The one where the zomb- the drunk actor mm. throws up, he throws up on the guy, and it wasn't yeah. it wasn't planned. He just but then they incorporate it and make it out like that's a that's a trope. That's like a thing that the zombies do, but it's actually just the actor was drunk and just threw up on his face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially after saying <clears throat> that there was going to be no vomit or anything. That, mm. for that that girl and then obviously he throws up over here as well yeah um, so it's just everything goes wrong isn't it um i think my, uh, come on sorry Karen, you go thank, thank you jim uh my <laughs> mine would be that bit when uh, towards the end 
uh, where I wondered why there was that weird thing that the zombie would sort of snap out of it and just hold mm. still. And then she'd go and touch the hand and they'd do it again and it's explained because they're just waiting to get the next prop ready. Or like yeah. A, yeah. And that bit yeah. goes on for far too long. It goes long. on for and so it's, long. It, yeah. it, make, it makes you really uncomfortable. And like, you know, it really reminds me. Did you, any of you guys ever see that Woody Harrelson film? Uh, what was it called? Lost in London? or? Oh, you and I watched that together, yeah. And it, it was a film about Woody Harrelson having this crazy night in London, but it was all done live. Mm in one take and they filmed it in London and then showed it in a cinema. Um, and there's a bit in that where like he's on the phone and he's on the phone for ages. And like, you kind of realize, Oh, this is exactly the same thing. They're waiting. Mm. Something's gone wrong. They're waiting for something to get set up. And there's just kind of this awkward moment of him being on this phone, being like trying to mm. keep it going, keep long out the scene. So they got some time. Was um, it, was it broadcast live? Broadcast live? Uh, no, I think it was just broadcast to a, to a, a single cinema, um, I think. But but live as it live no live that yeah. that was the whole thing. It was yeah live. Yeah. Uh, my well, my my favourite bit of those sort of things was um, uh, I thought it was going to be a really tense, scary moment when she's in this. I think she's in a shed or something like that, and this like zombie walks up to her, and you can see the legs are like horribly decayed, and uh, and it was quite a big zombie. Uh, and it stood right in front of her, and you're like, "Oh shit, it's gonna go down. She's gonna die." And then suddenly it walks off, and you're thinking, "Why is why is it walked off?" But it was somebody holding a placard saying, "Pick up the axe outside because something's gone wrong, and the initial axe is somewhere else." Um, and just sort of they they sort of because there was a, a moment where you're like, "Why is why is that necessary? What what's relevant about a zombie walking up to her and then just walking away?" Yeah, yeah. Hey, I I enjoyed. Um, there's a bit where. Uh, one of the characters um, goes sort of crazy and she feels like she has to kill everyone and they sort of they put an axe in her head and then she's dead and then they carry on doing the scene and all of a sudden she stops she stands up and then like get not gets knocked out again yeah, they have to put in a like, chokehold don't they yeah I know <laughs> and I uh, yeah I like that that was one of my favourite reveals that yeah they were just trying to because she had gone a bit nuts and they were just trying to like knock her out um, alright guys any any other standout moments that you um, that you think are particularly worth mentioning. Uh, for for me, is that just that last uh, shot of all of them in that human pyramid with the zombie makeup on, the the fake eyes, and just looking like complete, like completely strained kind of thing, but all a bit of a smile on their face uh, as they get this last shot and just the countdown for like twenty seconds or whatever. When uh, I thought it was just so really funny. Like just yeah. the expressions on their faces in this horrible makeup was just really really funny. And follow following on from that, the, la- the last shot on that human pyramid is the guy that's playing the director with his daughter on his shoulders, and that's like that throws us back to a photo that he's he keeps close to him about um, uh, his daughter being on his shoulders when he was young uh, when she was really young yeah. holding the camera, and it's sort of like it shows it back at the end there, which is nice, nice little mm. circle. That yeah. idea of him being sort of an average director who can get it done on the cheap and they're saying, well, let's skip out the last scene and you can just do your average, that's fine. But obviously, through, with this sort of relationship with his daughter, his daughter likes to go the extra mile and do all this more and, and pays attention to detail with all this kind of stuff. I think yeah. he just yeah. listens to her and, and, and just goes for it. Just yeah. a, a great risk. Yeah, And it's, it's that thing, isn't it, that even in a... even I mean, we, we joke a lot about bad movies on this podcast, but there was a lot of talent that goes into these things and sometimes mm. an idea is just 
flawed from the beginning and it's never going to work. But that doesn't mean that people didn't... People might have had fun making it and it's fun for you to enjoy. Um, and there's there's merit, even if the artistic value is debatable, there's merit in anything that's created and anyone who creates. Very well said, Hamish. Jim? Um, I think a, a standout, or not standout moment, but I, I enjoyed the sub uh, sort of emotion on it was that um, the main star was like this sort of like teen sensation, heartthrob, um, and the director's daughter really fancied him and um, you know he, he was at the top of his game and he was going to do this artsy piece and um, then he goes in there as like a bit of an ego and the director sort of slaps him up a little bit and uh, obviously it throws him under the bus a couple of times with some improv and stuff like that and to, to see how he deals with it because you know initially he was quite this pompous sort of I'm doing it my way this is about me so then see at the end he was working as a team he was one of the people of the human pyramid you know um just see that was quite that's quite a nice little has, has that ever happened to you on set uh, Jim uh, you well, I, I don't have that slap you around <clears throat> yeah well it's, well they, they give me a little nod on the head but we won't talk about that anything to get the role um, they give you a what on the head a little pat on the head um, if, I've, oh. if I've done a good job um, I, thought, I thought you said knob on the head well, <laughs> no, that, I think I think I think the joke Jim was making is that he's been putting penises in his mouth hell yeah Roles. Yeah. I think I think you didn't execute that joke too well, but there's merit. Well, you, you got it though. To, there's, so there's, 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 there's merit. <laughs> in the so, uh, yeah, if anything, it was clever. Uh, no, any, sorry, um, uh, that hasn't happened to me though no, because uh, I am a nice person. Again, thank you though. Whoever said it was Ed. Was it Ed said that. Did I say you were a nice person? <laughs> and one of your and one of your smoke detectors going off. Oh, is no, the think. fucking it's the cathedral bells? I think. Uh, the the bells the church around the corner the bells the bells my uh my stand up moment is I like when that guy needed uh, needed to shit himself um and he he goes outside pulls his down his pants and starts shitting and then the makeup artist just comes along and starts doing his makeup while he's shitting and, uh, that was that was my favourite little moment uh, and we haven't talked about the um the alcoholic cameraman yet because in the first film I was it was going to be one of my main gripes. I re- it was a handheld shot, and he kept shaking, and I was like, "It's going to give me a headache scene," because um, it was t- it was not t- it was wasn't too noticeable for it to be too obvious, mm. but it just kept almost like a vibrating screen. And I just found it really annoying, and obviously, it turns out that he's got a big alcohol dependency issue, um, and um, he goes, "Imagine that." Yeah, cool. Um, <laughs> he goes completely to cold turkey, or the whole th- story was that he's going to get cold turkey until after the. Um, after the piece was finished, but you see him sneak a bottle of um, is it uh, sake or um, sake? Some, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, suddenly he's vomiting everywhere. He's proper, uh, proper drunk, and um, they're trying to prop him up. And you know, half of being a zombie is him being actually pissed out of his skull. So you ever tried? You ever tried sake? Sake, I sucked a cup. Uh, sake. sake. You um, ever tried it? Yeah. Um, I haven't is it like a, a, a like a rice wine or something like that? Was yeah, it? yeah, yeah. I think I don't know if it is a wine. It might be a wine, but it's served like hot. I think it's meant to be quite tasty. I'm not trying it. It's it's served it hot. Is it served hot? Yeah, you drink it hot. Okay. Um, there's like Jake, uh, Garen will know because uh, <clears throat> I'm a religious. Yeah, it's hot, hot sake. It's a thing. Hot sake. Stephen Fry says, "Oh, um, so he says to the waiter whilst he's in Tokyo, he goes, I want you to get me a selection of Japanese rice wines and don't get all sake.'" <laughs> um, <laughs> 
Well, you can cut that out, it's fine. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, that's staying that's right where it is. Gary, am I lying? You went in Google, am I lying? Uh, uh, to be honest, I didn't get that very far with the Google. Um, is it hot? Um, it doesn't hot. explicitly say that it is hot. Hot sake is definitely um, a thing. Well, maybe that's what hot sake is, and <laughs> cold sake is served uh, <laughs> <laughs> cold. Whose church bells are going off? That is so it's annoying. Oh, sorry, yeah, I'll, I'll tell them. Yeah. Can you yeah, go over word? Who's getting married today? Is it for the Queen? It might be for the Queen. Uh, it's a bit weird time at ten past two to be ringing the bells. Um, it's just a weird time. I'd... Time. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers, everyone. Yeah, forgive me. You can cut this if you want. Um, but I was at a wedding uh, yesterday or two days ago when, uh, unfortunately, the news came of the Queen passing, right? and um, it was during the best man speech, right? And uh, suddenly, like there was, oh, was whispers going around of the Queen's day, Queen's day. Then some pisshead, one of the group, um, one of the bridal party or the groom's party, started singing the national anthem, right? And God. it was like the most cringiest thing ever. Ugh. It's almost like I want to be poignant that I'm singing the national anthem and we started a rendition of it for our, for our, for our yeah, our law, our, our, our queen. Um, and everyone just looked at him like, you're a fucking wanker, mate. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. that's yeah. so embarrassing, man. A, a mate yeah. told me that he was in uh, Weatherspoons and they started singing the national anthem. Oh, oh, fuck yeah. that. that! I was in a pub and thankfully everyone just like went quiet for a bit and then after like five ten minutes just got back to drinking and talking. But yeah, it, if anybody st- stood up and started singing the national anthem, this, this is one of my this is one of my favourite things that come out. A solemn Tony, we've gone off a film podcast. We're just talking about the <laughs> a solemn Tony Cascarino is broadcasting on Talksport. Who better to cover this historic event? Cascarino <laughs> said, "I had have you heard this." I had, no, a, I had a Chinese delivered just moments after the announcement. It felt wrong and very disrespectful to eat it. So as a mark of respect, I threw it in the bin. <laughs> <laughs> it's what she would have wanted. <laughs> she hates Chinese. Yeah. What, what, what should he have eaten? Mm. I, I don't know, mash. yeah. <laughs> <A swan>. <laughs> <laughs> was there a brief... Was there a brief moment between Charles being coronated and the Queen kicking it that we could kill us one uh, yeah I mean he's, yeah. he's just been made king uh, officially king today the, so I reckon but there was, so we could have so we could have yeah I reckon, was, Swan's, I reckon, was Swan still yeah. protected well, I think, I think no. the name is it it was like um, it was like that movie The Purge but just for Swans do you know what? Yeah. it was it was kind They're of all locked up it was kind of weird at work we were all kind of like obviously making jokes <laughs> When, we, like, when yeah. we heard the news, and then all the then there was a power cut at work, and all the lights flickered, and we were like, "Oh no, 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 no more, no more!" <laughs> yeah, she's gonna come back for you all. Yeah. Oh, we thought it's, maybe, it's maybe what... they were like they were like siphoning energy from the whole company just to like animate her. This may sound like a, a silly thing. We can cut it if, if I'm an idiot, but is Cuba in the Commonwealth? No, no. Cuba's. Did a... you work at a Cuban restaurant? Didn't you? No. Where do you work? Hey, Mexican. Yeah. For, okay, Mexican. one, <laughs> Cuba is a communist country. It has been since the 1950s. All right, sorry. <laughs> I, I don't give a shit about Cuba. <laughs> and two, yeah, Mexico and Cuba are different countries. And three, I work, oh, in, they are. I work in a Mexican restaurant. Oh, you yeah. work in a Mexican one, right, fair. Easy mistake, anyway. Jim, um, Jim, where in the world is Cuba? Oh, it's, it's, it's South America, mate. I'm not an idiot. I'm not, yeah, this, mm. I may be a blonde. Uh, it's where? Uh, do you realise it's not in South America? Do you no, no, so, like, no, no, so, like, oh, sorry. 
the middle of north and south. Uh, like, What's that called? By Honduras and... What, uh, what, what countries no. does it border? <laughs> no. Um, no, 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 let him answer. What countries does Cuba border? Uh, it borders... Uh, <laughs> just get on Google. <laughs> but, uh, I presume it's right about like Mexico way. Uh, it? It's Mexico. It's, it's a it's, fucking it's, island, mate. It's, it's an, an island. island. <laughs> so, uh, Jim, was, Jim, Jim, is Mexico in South America? No, uh, no it's Central America, isn't it? Yeah, so where would that make Cuba? Like a fucking island, I now know, because <laughs> you guys are trying to stitch me up. Like, like, uh, let's all embarrass Jim on a podcast. <laughs> you embarrass yourself, sir. Talk about yeah. talk about embarrassing Jim on a podcast. Uh, time for Statman Jim. Good segue, I've man. Had, like, Good segue, bro. Um, <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was smooth. <laughs> I'm gonna um, I get, get another. Uh, this be interesting. I am. I'm just going straight on the IMDb. Um, but there was a couple of good. Uh, Good At this ones. point, mate, you may as well just make something up. Yeah, just fucking say, um, just say something. So um, it cost twenty five thousand pound, uh, twenty five thousand euros, Euro, uh, dollars. Fucking yes. hell! <laughs> I'm, I'm over the place today. Yeah, Jesus. Um, a Cuban dollar um, to make twenty five thousand euros in Japan. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't know how to spend it, um, and it made uh, twenty five million. Uh, the first thirty seven. Uh, minutes were actually taken in one take. We knew that already. Uh, the little baby that they use is the uh, director, the actual director's son. Um, shot in eight days total. Um, took eight days to to film it. Um, uh, there's a, a moment where the, um, the cameraman's chasing uh, them running away, and a bit of splattered blood comes on the camera lens, and they have to wipe it off. But they couldn't use another take. Uh, so they were just vigorous because they tried to have a couple of goes at it and luckily it didn't smear um, it was very like clear like it was very watery blood on that camera lens oh really um, I thought I, th- I, yeah. I, I thought that probably was not real it. blood that's quite a good um, <clears throat> yeah it wasn't yeah. real blood that was, that was a negative they should have used real blood I, I think right, as well Jim uh, isn't it the cast some of the cast paid towards the production um, I presume is that, so is that, a, is that a stat mate I googled most of them to see where I recognised them from <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they were only they seemed to only be in like low budget and uh, and like, this film they, they, none of them really made uh, uh, the border across to like America or any mm. of the places across the border from Cuba into Mexico <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> alright uh, let's do um, let's do the scoring then shall we um, as always we individually score them one out of a hundred and then we take an average from that and then it goes on our leaderboard so, um, let's start with Garen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear what he said? <laughs> are we those, the points? Those, those church bells are still going. They're, they're still going. It, it takes absolutely forever to, for them to shut them off. Um, it's, right, uh, it's all electronic now, isn't it? Didn't they have, uh, do they even use the bells anymore? Yeah. Just press a, yeah. It's just the, their doorbell. Um, There's still some sad people there that do bell ringing. Yeah, yeah. Um, why, why you got to go after bell ringers, mate? Right. You, got, you, you guys go after me. <laughs> you ring, you ring your bell. You find me a Cuban bell bell ringer, and I'll take it back. Yeah. All right. Uh, I really, really liked the twist, and I thought it was a nice film, a nice ending, and something that pleasantly surprised me, and I left it feeling good and nice and happy. Uh, so I only have positive things to say about this film, uh, so I'm going to rate it at an 85. 
Whoa. I don't see Hamish with a calculator. I just want to let you know that. I... You're right. He does it in his head. Yeah. yeah. It's all up here, so, mate. Still trash. Well, uh, Season three is going to Garen's account, okay? Because we've all had a season. You said 85, Garen. 85. Hamish. Um, I give it solid 70. 70? 70. Wicked. Yep. Enjoyed it. I was, I, do you know what I was doing? Instead of going on the calculator, I was trying to find a video of bells ringing. So I could just have it. <laughs> going on in the background of my... Uh, what did I say? Uh, did I just give it a 70? 70, yeah. Yeah, okay. Cool. <laughs> um, obviously, uh, um, I'm going to rate the two acts separately and then find a, a middle ground. So first act was probably about a 10. Uh, and that's been generous. Second act, probably a, like a 70. So middle ground is about 60. Well, no, it's not. 80. <laughs> well, I'm going, to take, I'm going to take 10 off um, 80. Yeah. There's, so, there's, a, okay. there's a theme, there's a theme today, Jim, of you not knowing where, thing, where things are. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not gonna, I wouldn't call it an average. You don't, you don't know where expect. Central America is, and you also don't know what the centre of 10 and... Oh, it's been a long day, Hamish. Oh, okay, so how, how, what was that? 60 or 70? I'm going to give it 60. Okay. Um, I, I do like that even though Jim was late today <clears throat> and uh, caused us to wait an hour and a half, he did still had time to rename himself on Zoom to Jim's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> An extra three seconds whilst you're really talking. I know, I noticed that earlier. <laughs> right. Okay, uh, my turn. Um, I thought it was a really good, uh, sweet film, but you know, I don't think it's you know one of the best films ever. But I'll give it a respectable... 62. That's quite wow. high for you. Gary, Scrooge Cunningham. Garen, 85 is quite high. It's quite a high one, yeah. No, I, I liked it. And uh, I, felt, well, I felt good about 85. <coughs> so. 85, though. I think we've given us a very respectable and um, fair score. Yeah, which is? Which is what? Sorry, yeah, 69.25. Nice. 69.25. Well, let me just um, check with the leaderboard here isn't, isn't that in that, that pack of we, we got quite a lot around the 68 69 mark haven't we i think uh quite a lot around the mid 60s actually so this is actually above a lot of stuff this is coming in at a very respectable eighth place eighth, eighth. it what? is uh, above molly's game which is a 66.5 score and just below home alone which is 71 <sighs> I cannot remember watching Home Alone at all. Yeah, what talking about that it. was our, our special Christmas, Christmas episode. Yeah. Oh. Did we actually do it at Christmas or was it... Um... Yeah, yeah, we did. I remember doing it because I was at home. Oh, you were in the middle of the... Rather than on the streets. Okay, so the last thing to do is to find out what next... Well, not next week's. Next podcast. Next year's. Next episode. We're, next we're, year's. We're finding it more and more difficult to get it done on a week. Yeah, it was, it was particularly <laughs> difficult today as well. Um, Sorry. So, <laughs> so uh, Hamish, it's your turn to choose the next film. What have you got for us? Eddie, let me ask you some questions. Please do. Do you like poetry? Yes. Rhyming and... Uh, yeah, Is it Dr. Seuss? Well, a, a poem doesn't have to rhyme. Do you like, shut up, Jim. Do you like cats? Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> and do you like hats? <laughs> <laughs> and do... <laughs> Jim got it in one. Sorry, that's, that's sorry. straight away where his brain goes. He goes, "It's Doctor Seuss." Uh, we're watching Cat in the Hat, <laughs> and, he's, nice. and he's walked up. <laughs> 
Ed, Ed does not like green eggs and ham. <clears throat> yeah. He does. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Eddie, in case you didn't get it. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to. I just, yeah, um, yeah to we're, we're watching The Cat in the Hat. Oh, what? What? Oh. What did you think I was going to say? Sure. <coughs> I thought we were going to say cats. No, oh, no. Oh. poetry in that. No, we're watching cats. Well, it's, it's, based, on, it's bo- based on poems by um, uh, T.S. Eliot. We're not watching cats. I, no, definitely not. We're watching the cat in the hat. I wouldn't have been so dramatic in my response if, if I knew that was what it well, is. Well, right, well, well, but well, but now I'm thinking about it. Isn't this, this is awful, awful film with Mike Myers? Yeah. <laughs> but, may, but, but Eddie, maybe at some point we'll watch Cats. <laughs> maybe at some point we will. Um, yeah. Well, Jim, you'll like this one. It's got your, well, your favourite actor. Maybe we'll yeah, watch Cats Woman. Mm. It's a lot of bad movies about cats, aren't they? Mm, pussy galore. Well, that's right. Is that about cats? <laughs> no, no. Um, I just wanted to make a crude joke. Um, what, what, what movie is Pussy Galore from, Jim? James Bond. Okay. It's the, it's, which, the, it's the whole movie about her. Which which Your one joke, Hamish, then? You're... Let's all turn it on fucking Hamish. Which, which film is Pussy no, Galore in? I just... oh, blah, 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 blah. Your joke failed and... Several levels, mm. and I want to I want to make that aware to you. Pussy galore. Bring your A game next week. All right. Where, where, what's cat on what, a hot tin roof? From then, Hamish. Huh? What what on roof? Pussy galore from. Pussy galore. Uh, Octopussy. <laughs> yeah, you just guessed. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't the fucking title you did? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you got sent to it. Uh, please rate us five stars on whatever platform you listen to this podcast. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram, and tune in. Uh, she's in Goldfinger. She's in Goldfinger. She's not an octopus. She's in Goldfinger. <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't even know, Jim. I was like, I'm pretty sure she's an octopus. <laughs> oh, he's so uh, he so wants a win today. <laughs> uh, no, it's not going to happen, Jim. It's not going to happen. Not today. Also, why are you wearing a PSG shirt? Uh, it's been a bad week for Chelsea. I'm just trying <laughs> other shirts on. Okay. He's, he's uh, swapping please... teams. So yes, please tune in uh, for the next episode, whenever that comes out for Cat on the Hat. Um, thank you so much for listening. And goodbye. Goodbye.